uh, I have uh, I visited a friend of mine uh, two days ago, uh, a viewing and funeral. And it's kind of sad. It's how they're going to face this Thanksgiving uh, without his uh, a son that he lost uh, a week ago in tragic accident. A friend of mine is very dear to me. Uh, we graduated from the same college together. We're in the same class. We're in the same major. And after upon graduation, we went to different companies. But we've been working together for the last 30 years. He was our friend, my friend, and he ended up being my client. We built many of the University of Pennsylvania projects together. And also, some of the projects that you see in Amtrak, uh, a station area, the new structures that you see, he and I worked on together. His son last week was uh, driving his dirt bike and don't know the details, but somehow, through some accident, he died over the weekend. So I went over to him to visit him. When I approached him and viewing and hugged me and looked at me in the face and said, Tim, we loved him so much. And he loved us so much. And just couldn't finish his sentence. Since that moment, I realized the wine ran out in that house. The music ran out in that house. How do you help in a family like that, in times like that? How do you, what do you say? I have no words to say other than just to hug him and hug him. But today's context of the Bible scripture will tell us that Jesus is our changing agent. He can still change that house. He can still change our church. He can still change ourselves because Jesus is a changing agent. He can change water into wine. You know, when some people get some wine, they get all happy and they get delighted and they begin to make some music. How thankful to have received one if you like those things. But some people, after having some, they make more music, perhaps different kind of music. But we want to encourage that. But just imagine how much music we could be making when we experience water turning into wine kind of miracles. Just imagine that you're experiencing water turning into wine kind of miracles. It happens every week at the table the pastor band ministers to. In fact, last week, he talked about it in his message. There is a miracle of healing that comes from caring, sharing, and just being there for those addicts. And praying for them. And yet, what is real, real miracle is simply feeding some of those people that have grown from feeding initially 10, 20 to now 130. They used to feed for about an hour, but they are spending entire four hours in the morning feeding them, caring for them. That in itself, it's a miracle. That's a changing Asian in the works. 
And when miracle takes place in our lives, we go out and we dance and we sing songs and we continue to make music and make testimonies. This week, we are all going to face another or different type of table. That's called Thanksgiving dinner table that we, most of us, will be invited to. Oh, by the way, if you don't have any Thanksgiving dinner table to go to, just come to me or go to somebody. You are invited. And I pray that this table this week, that you will also experience something about this changing agent doing its work. Some people come to table with a joyful heart. I am. I always look forward to the Thanksgiving. And I know you do the same. But some come with grudges. And they try to disguise their feeling as much as they can. But when somebody says something wrong, it just bursts. Anger comes out. Those things happen. I have heard many, many times. As much as they enjoy getting together, but they have a little concern. What if this particular person and I crush that meetings? My father, I miss him dearly. In all accounts, I think he was wonderful and great man. He volunteered during high school to fight for uh, during the Korean War. And he won the battle that he was there. And the Korean war, South Koreans won with the help of allies. He volunteered then to serve in leprosy colony for 11 years. Then he came to the United States carrying three odd jobs while attending seminary. But during that period of time growing up, our table, our Thanksgiving table, was not always a gracious one. My father was unpredictable. Growing up, we always approached our dinner table with a caution. Because we did not know when that moment would come, when the outbursts would come. And I learned later that's partially because he never grew up with a family. He never, never received a love from the family. He never had a true family dinner growing up. My grandfather had two wives. I guess it's somewhat normal during that period of time in the early 1900s. And he and mother were never around for him. So he doesn't know how to deal with a family situation. But the table, over the years, helped me to become what I am today. That was changing agent in the works. In the case of Jesus turning water into wine, it took instantaneously. But in our lives, it takes time. It takes a little longer. I learned to listen during that period of time. I learned to say what to say. I learned what not to say at the table. I learned that there is time for everything. Time to say, 
time not to say. Time to cry and time to laugh. There's time to love and time to discipline. Here's the point. Looking back, that, that act of caution, that act of discernment, to me, was a miracle in the making, in shaping who I am today. Miracle do not have to be instantaneous occurrence. Miracles do not have to be instantaneous occurrence. Yes, there is miracle in turning the water into wine instantaneously. Yes, there is miracle in Jesus uh, getting up from the dead instantaneously and being resurrected instantaneously. Yes, there is miracle in Jesus uh, healing lepers and sick instantaneously. But the real miracle of life, of Jesus' life, is all about living the life, adoring the life. It's all about how Jesus lived, how he carried himself over the years, the parables that he said over the years, the lessons he gave to his disciples. They are the true, true miracle in the making. It is about how we transform slowly and for good. Turkey, it takes a long time to cook. I don't know exactly how long, but depending on the size, four to six hours, I heard. Steak may take a little less time, but the real good ribs takes a long time to cook. Spaghetti sauce, you can buy some instantaneous spaghetti sauce in the bottom in the grocery store, but to make this spaghetti sauce, guys, I understand it takes a long, long time. When you exercise, you start slow. It takes time to grow muscles. When you practice music, you start from the basics. You start slow. When you fall in love, you begin with a simple blush. Turning little pink. Is that right? There once was a time when England made lots of music, beautiful and wonderful music. 18th and beginning of 19th century, England was a blessed nation. What we have received, inheritance from Christ that we have received, we receive through them. Everything to them was centered around the truth of the Bible. During that period of time, Christianity was alive. All the leaders of politics, all the leaders of education, all the professors, their belief was firmly grounded on the Word of God. They led Christian movement. They led the world with the missions. And many of the professors, they were devout, devout Christians. Everything they touched, everything they taught, they looked at it from the perspective of Christianity values. 
there was a student named George Gordon Byron. He was born in 1788, lived to 1824. He was a student where professors looked at life and in that perspective and gave an exam in one of those, not a Christian religion, but religious class at Oxford University. The students were asked to answer from Christian theological perspective. What was that? The examination question was to write about religious meaning in the miracle of Christ turning water into wine. You remember the story. Jesus went to a wedding in Cana. They ran out of wine. Perhaps there were too many people. They ran out of wine. So Jesus' mother said to Jesus, do something. And Jesus said, well, it's not my time yet. But, you know, you have to listen to your mother. Even though you think it's not your time. Jesus listened. I said, one of the first lessons, honor your parents, especially your mother. It's not my time yet. Gee, mother insisted. Looking at the servants, do whatever he says. So Jesus says, oh, okay, I'll listen to you. And Jesus said, bring those six jars and fill them with water. And the water, when it was released out of jar, that's when it turned into water. Wine. Now, back to these students trying to answer this question. What is the meaning? What is the true Christian meaning of all this? And all the students are busy writing the answers. But a little while later, a professor, this professor noticed that there was one young man named George Gordon Byron was not writing anything, but sitting in his chair with his closed eyes, his hands crossed. Minutes went by. It was getting close to the end time of examination. So professor went over to him and said, hey, listen, you've got to write something. If you don't, you're going to fail. You've got to write something. With a minute or two left, he picks up this, his pen and this George Byron writes this sentence. The water met its master and then blushed. The water met its master and blushed. The water turned into what? Music. That's what he's describing. When the water met it's master. Water has a master. When water meds master, it ain't into joy, it ain't into gospel, it ain't into something special. And he blushed. 
He felt something. Water felt something. There was begin, life began to come in into that water. When you meet Jesus, it's the beginning of the miracle. You're at the table, whether it's a Saturday morning table, whether it's a coming Thanksgiving table, through conversations, through some tough conversations, through real challenges, as you continue to share some embarrassing stories and secrets, you blush. And when you blush, it begins to change into wine. That's when we make music, a true music. The trouble is this. Even though our master is the one who created heavens and earth, and we know this, but we turned away from God. And some of us who still who believe in God treats God like not like God the changing agent we treat God like what idols we no longer blush Jesus came to make us aware of this fact this is his true first miracle this true first miracle isn't simply about him physically turning water into wine. It's more than that. It's symbolic that he is now ready to enter the ministry of becoming a changing agent for God. It's a statement. It's prelude. That's when you begin to place God in the center of your lives. Last two weeks ago, I shared my perspective in life prior to uh, my heart transplant surgery 22-some years ago. I thought that I was a solid Christian, a conforming Christian, good Christian. When I revealed myself, what was in the center of my life was not God. What was in the center of my life was my career and my success. My friends existed to help my success. My church was to help my success. If my church did not help me for my success, then you move on to another church. I have my leisure, my friends, even God was there to make sure that I fulfill my success, which now I know when you do that, you're simply worshiping God as idol, not as changing agent God. After that time, realizing as the water began to turn into wine, becoming pink and becoming a little blushed, I begin to place that the God in the center of my life. It didn't matter what church I go to. If I am center of my life, I can make it happen with whoever people that's around me. I didn't need to have some successful people, friends with lots of money to be around me. If I want to do the work of God, I need all kinds of friends. 
leisure. It was before it was all going to some exotic places and expensive places. No longer that interests me. I still like to go, but it don't have to be that to enjoy it. When you begin to blush, you become, you begin to change. When you begin to change, you begin to make music. The lesson is this, Jesus is saying through that miracle that he performed, that when you meet your master, your color can change too. Your life can change too. And it begins with a simple blush. So let me read our scripture today one more time. John 2, chapter 7. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Here, what he's stating is the who, water, water. We are the water. We are just plain and simple water. Has no color. We have no life. No taste. Simple water. Jesus was speaking to us. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. And the master of the banquet tasted it. Just like when you do go to a restaurant, whoever ordered the wine, they poured to that person first. He tastes it. It says, okay, then you drink. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from. Though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom's aside and said, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guest has had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. When we are in Christ, we become the best. When you meet Jesus, you blush, you change. You are no longer cheap wine. You become a new creation, the best, valuable sons and daughters of God. Verse 11, this, the first of his miraculous signs, Jesus performed at Cana in Galilee. He thus reveals his glory. He revealed his glory. And his disciples put their faith in him. What did he reveal? What did he reveal? He revealed that our life, my life, your life can change when we meet him. It is beginning, it is prelude in saying, if you meet me, I can change your life for better. 
That's the true miracle that Jesus was talking about. Anyone who comes in contact with the master will blush. We all have blushed. And will change. And more importantly, our hearts, the color of our hearts will begin to change. And when the colors of our hearts change, that's when we make music. That's when we write a new song. And I was told through the reading, by the way, that George Gordon Barron received the highest score for that examination. When you embrace Jesus, when you blush, you change. You become a source of joy to so many people around you. You bring the satisfaction. You bring hope. When you blush, you write a new song and you sing a new song. And this is the gospel. This is the beginning of the gospel. The water met its master and blushed. Meaning, now the water is now ready to do life with him. On this Thanksgiving, everyone is getting together. On this Thanksgiving day, everyone will be gathered at the table. May your table be the table of miracle. May your table be the place where people will be blushing. May your table be the place where life-changing takes place. May your table be the place where your life will turn into wine. The water met its master and blushed. That's not all. There's far, far more deeper meaning in this. Verse 11, let me read that once again. This, the first of his miraculous signs, Jesus performed the canon gallery. He thus revealed his glory. And his disciples put their faith in him. It says, he thus revealed his glory. The first significance of this statement, revealing his glory, is the fact that water met its master and blush. The fact that he turned the water into wine. But the second, There is a second significance. And that is simply this. Wine is life. What did Jesus do at the Last Supper with disciples? He used what? He used wine. Signifying what? That wine signifies his blood. 
And there is no coincidence that Jesus turned the water into wine as his first miracle. And he concludes his ministry with wine, signifying that this wine is my blood. Whosoever drinks of it will continue to remember me and your life will be forever changed. I'm going to read another verse and you, it's going to surprise you even more. In fact, you will be shocked if you look at this coloration between the two. Mark chapter 14, verse 13 through 14. It talks about the setting behind the Last Supper. The setting behind the Last Supper is so amazing. So he sent two, that's Jesus, sent two of his disciples telling them, go into the city and here it is. And a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Are you getting this? Are you getting there, someone? A man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Then follow him. Verse 14. And say to the owner of the house he enters, the teacher asks, where is my guest room? where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. Verse 15. He will show you a large upper room where supper took place. Furnished and ready. Furnished and ready. And then make preparation for us there. I am pretty confident he turned water into wine that time too. Because the person who prepared it for him was this man who was carrying a jar of water. Water met its master and blushed. Verse 14, 23, 14, a little after that, when everybody was gathered, disciples, then he took the cup, gave thanks and offered it to them, and they drank from it, saying what? This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. His blood is the gracing, I mean saving grace. Whosoever believes in him will be saved and experience the true miracle through his blood. Jesus enters his ministry as changing agent by turning water into wine. And he closes, concludes his ministry. By proclaiming that he is the one saying, this cup, drink of it, 
do in remembrance of me. Because of this, we praise him. Because of this, we submit to Christ. Because of this miracle, we are forgiven. Because of this miracle, we sing a new song. We all should be singing a new song and making a new song. And God says, Psalm 33, 3, sing to him a new song. You have been turned into wine. If you not have done so, he could change it instantaneously today. And from that day on, from this day on, he can become a changing agent, slowly revealing his glory through you. And God encourages us to continue to make music. My heart is steadfast, oh God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Let us continue to make music. Let's pray. Father God in heaven, thank you so much. You are just amazing. You are just amazing. When we see something like this, your first miracle is beginning the prelude of what you are about to do. And it concludes with the same miracle, turning water into wine. We can only conclude that it has all been predestined. That you have already been, it has already been arranged. Then you exactly what is going to happen and how you plan our lives for us. The challenges we go through, the difficult time we go through, is the moment for us to experience water turning into wine. So we thank you so much. Father, help us to experience once, twice, three times of that miracle the water turning into wine kind of miracle. We thank you for Jesus who has done that for us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.